Hi everyone, this is Chinami, and this is Chinami Piano Studio Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about a very important topic how to help your children's everyday practice at home. If you're interested, please continue listening. Before I start talking about how to help your children's practice, let me tell you why it's so important to practice at home. Because it's almost impossible to improve their skills without practicing at home. Here's an example there's a big difference between the sports activity classes and the musical classes. When you take the sports activity classes, like soccer, baseball, basketball, you probably have the practice two or three times a week, and every weekend you have the game. So during the week, you're practicing the techniques, physical training, stretching, or learn how to perform better in the game. And on the weekend, you have the game, and that way you're able to have the practical experience and check if you were able to use the technique, the theory you've learned during the week. So, because of the game, you can evaluate by yourself and set the goal for the next week practice. And the next game, you're probably able to perform better. So, that's the learning process for the sports activities. So, what about piano learning process? I could say your everyday practice at home is almost same as sports activities weekdays practice. But the difference is you just need to do it by yourself. So it's a little bit harder than the sports, probably. And your piano lesson is just like the having the game on the weekend. Now you know what I meant. So in the weekend game, you cannot perform well without having practice. That is the reason why everyday home practice is so important to improve your piano skill. Now let's talk about how to help your children's piano practice. There are two points that I want to talk about. Number one, sharing the experience. Number two, creating the environment. Let me talk about number one, sharing the experience. So I was talking about the difference between the sports activities and the piano or the musical lessons. The big differences between those two is if you can share the learning experience with the teammate or not. You can imagine that if you made the New Year's resolution to go to the gym every single day by yourself, it might be pretty difficult to continue doing it. But if you have someone to go to the gym together, experience the progression, struggles, everything, it will make things a lot easier than when you do it by yourself. I don't think many people think about the piano practice from this viewpoint, but if you realize that, how important it is to share the experience with someone, you'll be able to help your children's practice easily without stressing about it. And also, I want you to remember that you don't have to have the musical experience to help your children. Now, I'm gonna tell you some specific things you can do. 
First thing first, for any ages of students, I want you to listen to their practice. It sounds pretty easy, but I don't want you to just like listening to it while you cook or talk to the other people. I want you to make sure to let them know that you were listening. And if you guys can talk about the practice piece, like which song is your favorite or what part of the piece you like to play or listen, this will be the great time to sharing the experience for both of you. There's an interesting story between me and my mom when I was little. You know, kids usually talk to you about what happened at school, what was the best thing on that day, something like that, because they want to share all the experience with you. And when I was a kid, I used to think my mom can read my mind because she knew that if I had a good day or bad day, even when I didn't tell her anything. But actually, she had a skill that she can recognize my feeling was listening to my sound of the music. It's probably because she is always listening to my piano practice carefully. That way she was able to listen to the differences. I think that's amazing that my piano practice was one of our communication tools and I was able to express my feeling, my emotion, and my mom was able to receive it. That's interesting and it's cool. That was my story. So that listening to their practice at home is not only helping students practice but also helping you guys to communicate better. Now let me tell you what else you can do depends on your children's ages and the skill levels. For two to four years old students, their goal is to get used to taking the piano lessons and enjoy it. So what you can do for them is to make sure they're enjoying it. And if you have time at home, you could ask your children to play the piano for you guys and then enjoy it. I'm so grateful that all the students' parents are very supportive and they care about what they're doing in the class. And they commonly ask me the question if it's okay to just pretending to play the piano, like just making noise instead of using their fingers properly. Or in the class, they look like just playing instead of playing the instrument, but they're making noise. But it's totally fine because they're coming here in the piano studio to make noise. So please don't worry about it. And in my experience, I mentioned that I started taking the piano lessons when I was two years old. I don't even remember what did I do with my piano teacher, but I'm pretty sure that I just having the good time with my teacher. That's it, because I was two years old. So please don't too much worry about their practice. As long as they are enjoying coming to the piano class, that's the good sign. Four to six years for all of the kids' beginner students. Their goal is to practice at home more than three times a week. And the key is how much do they practice? I would say three minutes practice more than three times a week will be great for the beginner students. I sometimes get the question from the parents if they should set the timer for 15 minutes or 30 minutes, but 
I usually say just three minutes because 15 to 30 minutes is too long for them when they're playing very short song. So three minutes is long enough to practice at least three times. And if they want to play more, they could. So the point is, I don't want them to care about the time, but quality of the practice. Maybe you can limit the time for the practice instead of setting a timer to let them practice. You can imagine that when you are restricted to do something, that makes you want to do that more. It's actually a trick that my mom used to use for me when I was little. Like when I had a problem with my practice, she locked my piano. And that made me want to play the piano so much more. I guess that's how human brain works like. For 7 to 12 years old students, I want you to check if they are using the assignment notebook and practice with following the instruction that I gave them. This is going to be the preparation for playing longer and more difficult song in the future. To be honest, I have many students who doesn't want to follow those instructions. Even though I keep asking them to try or explain how important it is. What I'm writing in the notebook is which part of the song you need to focus on practice to get improved. Please imagine that when kids has math worksheet, question number one, one plus one, question number two, one plus two, and they will enjoy it because it's very easy to get to the answer. Then question number nine, question number 10, they are tricky questions and they look difficult. Then kids will be like, ah, let's just skip them since I did great for 80% of it. So in this case, what do you think what you're gonna do? I really hope you are the one who choose to help your children to make it 100% instead of 80% because that's the whole point and that's my passion to help them to get to that level. For intermediate level students who is playing Brogy Miller, Sonatine or Sonata what they're doing in the class is basically the same thing as the other students but the difference is their pieces are very difficult so they need to be able to be patient and practice the same part of the songs again 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 until they'll be able to play that part perfectly which is a very hard and frustrating process but this will make a big difference in the future so what I want you to do to help them is encourage them that they can make it through. In my experience, I had a hard time to practice piano almost all the time. But now I really, really appreciate my mom that she's always pushing me so hard. So if you are wondering why I teach to the students kind of the strict way, is because of this. Those are the things you can do to help your children's piano practice. For now, number two, making the environment for the practice. Since I already talked to you about what you can do for your children to help their practice, you probably already have some idea what to do to make the good environment. My idea is to put the piano in the living room. I think that's the easiest and most effective way to make playing the music 
is part of your life. That's everything what I wanted to talk to you in this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to subscribe and turn on the notification. Also, please check the website tsunamipianostudio.com and Instagram Piano Lessons Okinawa. Thank you so much for your time. I will talk to you in the next episode and see you in the class. <laughs>